Welcome everybody to the GBO podcast where we're talking Gamecock basketball only. Brought to you by Modern Exterminating. We know what bugs you. As always, I'm Sumter. And I am Bryce. And Bryce, how you feeling today? Well, the women are winners. That's right. So we're recording this on Sunday afternoon, early evening. After the Kentucky game. And uh, the women just continuing to take care of business. But we'll get to that after we get to the men. My, well, my predictions didn't go well. <laughs> if you listen to last week's pod. Don't listen to last week's pod. It's just. I it's, had some I had some hot takes that the hot takes did not come through. They, they, so Bryce was very confident, I would say. Or he was talking a big game like we were going to beat Auburn. And uh, Bryce, did we beat Auburn? We did not. And after about the first three minutes, you realized that pretty quickly. I realized that before walking into the I realized that on the pod well, you know, that we weren't going to beat Auburn. Eric Stevenson came to play, but after Eric made two threes, Frank took him out. And as the announcer at the Vandy game said, you know, when Carolina brings in their backups, this is when it gets out of hand. Which I thought was pretty great. It's it. it there, and that's, the, I mean, that's fine to say, you know, when our the, backups come in, we don't do well. In the first half, we were talking with the people that sit around us and I was basically saying Stevenson, Stevenson, I think was seven for 13. No, no, he was, he was four for seven in the first half with 13 points. Um, and he was the only one that looked and, like he wanted to play. And, and I would, and, and like, he, he should have taken 15 shots in the first half. Like, like we needed volume Stevenson that night. There, there are going to be nights where this offense is just give the ball to Stevenson and let him, and let him jack up a bucket. And I will also then say this, he started making other plays too. He had a couple of drives with these little kickouts. He, he knew he, any doubts that I had in Stevenson early in the year are gone. I would say he is the best player on this basketball team. Not what I said with Devin Carter was the best player. And <laughs> I didn't even. You, he had a really bad week, getting, so that hot take. There, you're getting out there. You're getting out there before. Uh, you're you're getting out ahead of yourself before I can make fun of you. Everybody. I had to. It was a bad prediction week. Yeah. Uh, Bryce was trying to say that not only is Devin Carter the best newcomer on the basketball team this year, he might be the best player. He did not have a good week. It looked like he was SEC shy. Like he, the guy that we saw take care of Georgetown, Florida State. SEC play came and he was yeah. like forgotten how, what he did the month previous. Well, also SEC play came against in the form of Auburn, who Which is probably going to win the league from what I looked at in the early games. Last week we were kind of talking about how there's like five top twenty teams, but right. there's no clear number one amongst those top twenty. Those five teams, uh, those being Auburn, Kentucky, Tennessee, Alabama, and LSU, and. Um, I don't know. From what we watched at the Colonial, like either we're really bad, or boy, is that Auburn team really, really good. I think we're an average team that can become above average. But the question is, can that above average make the tournament? Collinger at the uh, at the Post and Courier, our our favorite, uh, our boy who our, our, doesn't our, retweet us back. He does not. He he does not at all. But our our favorite uh, Gamecock basketball beat writer at one point in the Auburn game. He he put out a tweet that said that it looked like we were the, it looked like Auburn was the Harlem Globetrotters and we were the Washington Generals minus the confetti. <laughs> he has a good tweet every, every game. game. He has something. He, I, he he he's also a volume tweeter. I mean, he tweets like Eric Stevenson shoots. He's got you the know, speed. Like, <laughs> he can really type those out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he he's got a laptop set up with an internet connection. He's not typing there on his phone. You know, it's impressive. Yeah, but um, but. Also, somehow he gets on the court 
and the other beat writers are stuck in the in yeah. the corner. Yeah. He must know, know. somebody. He, he must know somebody. He's very negative towards the team. He's very negative towards Frank a lot. I do appreciate a realist. Yeah. He he's he's uh he, he was he was pretty critical. Uh but when he has the press conferences with Frank, he's like, Thanks, Frank, so much for doing this. Like <laughs> I, it's just very interesting. His 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 tweet tone yeah. and his press conference tone, completely different. However, he was right about this Auburn team. If they wanted a layup, they got a layup, and it was easy. They could do anything they wanted. It kind of reminded me back when Kentucky had um, – who was the tall guy, the unibrow? So, Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis. And you know when they would just lob it up to him and yeah. he would just touch it, dunk it? Or, or, or that's, when like they would, how, that's how I felt that Auburn could do whatever he wanted. Whatever they wanted, that yeah. was the reminder. Or, or when they would do that with like Carl Anthony Towns. Oh man, just lob it up, dunk, dunk, yeah. or just drive, dunk. Yeah. What and anytime this is a point I wanted to make on the pod. Anytime Levesque is not in the game, we're soft down low. Yeah. No, like it's there is so much drop off when Levesque comes out because Levesque quietly having a good year. Yeah. And if you listen to the pod, we like Levesque. Yeah, Levesque is having a good year, and Levesque is good. Levesque, even in the Auburn game, what did he do? He did 11. 11 yeah. points, our second-best player, so points-wise. The, the problem with Levesque is that he's he's developed into a very good college basketball player. He's the guy that you want to be like your fourth-best player on your college basketball team, and then you've really got something. But he's gotten to the point where he get rebounds. But here's the thing. When you get the ball on the block, he's yeah. our only low post that yeah. I trust him to go score within but, four feet. Right, but 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 we're never going to – he you can't run the offense through him. Like, oh, no, like no, if we, no, no, like, no, no. Like, you can't walk into that game, um, uh, into the Auburn game, being like, okay, well, you know, everyone's cold, so – Wildrens, why don't you go out there and get us thirty? You, you, you know, like that, 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 that just isn't going to happen. He's not that type of player. He's just a very quality college basketball role player. Like, like he'll get you a double double. He'll get you, you, you know, and the, it'll be a low double double. It'll right. be like a thirteen point eleven rebound double. He's a, at most a fourteen yeah. point guy. Yeah, but uh, he, he's good. We need him to not be in the running for our best player. We need we need other players to be better than him. So we've mentioned Stevenson, Levesque. I kind of want to mention this. Reese is kind of struggling from three point land. Have you noticed that the last couple games? Yeah, I mean he's gotten to the point where most of, I think he would make it you know a good at least half not percentage but around there. And now he's getting to the point where he might be in a little slump when it comes to three pointers. I mean he was two for seven against Auburn, and he uh, was one for for a what a lot. And Bandy. <laughs> one for a lot. Just trust me on that. Uh, what's a lot? I think he was one of seven. One of six. Nicely done. Oh, pretty yeah. good. <laughs> one one for six. But so that's, re- now, Reese, that's three for 13 hey, recently. Reese that's is, not great. Reese is a great defender. I think Frank mentions in every post game that he's a yeah. shutdown perimeter defender. Mm-hmm. Great on defense. I just want his three-point to catch up with everything else. He's good driving. He kind of does it all a little bit of all-around player. I just... A little lacking on the three. We need to get that rolling again because Stevenson, it can't just be Stevenson and maybe one or two other guys that might score a few points. Like, you need three guys that are really pushing the points. But so anyway, so back to this Auburn game. Like, they were clearly better than us. They were clearly one of the best teams in the the country. Bryce was was clearly wrong about about our ability to beat them. Um, I will say this. 
defensively, like there were times where they could do anything they wanted, and then they would go through lapses where they couldn't score. Well, in the second half, yeah. we kind of had a little run, cut it to eight. Oh my but God. then we and had we, two or three straight we, possessions where we either had a turnover or couldn't score easy buckets, and it was over after that. Yeah, and it was just like vintage Carolina basketball. Just like we made it a game, and then we we got a stop. We threw the ball out of bounds. We come down. We get another stop. We miss a shot. We get another stop. We turn the ball over immediately, and then they hit like two threes and, and bounced it back up to 14. And the, and the ball game was over. And this is another game where they doubled up on us on free throws. Yeah. The other thing about this Auburn game, and this needs to be talked about, okay? This was, and this is, this was maybe one of the worst officiating jobs I have ever seen from a crew of officials. And this is not and, a complaint. And this you're is, sounding like a South Carolina fan every year. We probably, no, I've no, probably no. said that a few times. No, no, this is this is not a complaint about the okay. officials calling an unfair game. Okay. This is a complaint about the officials just being Ooh, bad good point. across just the board. Bad both sides. So 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 they just all kinds of offensive fouls were called. Like like there might have obviously this is going to be an exaggeration. But there was a time it felt like there were more offensive fouls being called than the defensive fouls. I think that they were there they, is a there is a charge party going on yes, for a little while. They got in their own heads and everything was a charge. And and so so what happens? There's this play in the first half where James Reese, it's it's real bad. It it's 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 a bad performance on everybody's account. On by James Reese, by the officials. James Reese gets on a fast break. Breakaway. And um he and, looks back. And he goes up to dunk, and he looks back and taunts the Auburn player. And then misses the dunk. And misses the dunk. <laughs> but when he lands, he falls. Okay? When, when he, the Missing the dunk causes him to fall. And I, and I want to say this on the replay. There wasn't an Auburn player within a foot. Well, so there was an Auburn player within a foot. But the Auburn player jumped at him, but then put his hands down. And on the replay, the closest he is is like six inches. The, the, like not only was Reese not touched, he wasn't even close to being touched. And like, on the replay, the, we started, we lost it in laughter because it was a non-touch foul. We're behind the, we're we're in one of the sections that's over, kind of behind the visitors bench, and it, with the thousand Auburn fans, and, that were there. and there were a bunch of Auburn fans that, that were that ended up in our section. And they started booing, and we were just laughing with them. We were just like, yep, yep, we got away with what there. And so after this, it was just offensive. There were a couple of offensive foul makeup calls. They knew they had made the wrong call. Yep. And uh, and then once they – and then and then it was, ju- it was just like, it, oh, well, I called an offensive foul down here, and I need to call an offensive foul down here. So kept on me a makeup, 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 makeup. And you made the comment all game, they're in their own heads. They, they were in their own heads, and they just couldn't call a fair game. Like, like, or they couldn't call a correct game. I, I don't even want to say it was unfair. It was terribly officiated all the way around. Like, I thought Bruce Burrow was about to get a tech. Well, he does excessive sweating and excessive loudness, just yeah. like Frank. But there, there was a moment in time he didn't where throw his um, when we were making his that coat run, off because he didn't have one on this game. Sure, when we were making that run to cut it to eight, um, we got away with a couple of calls in this run, and um, if we had gotten another call. Down the stretch, there was a T coming. There was a T coming for Pearl. But yeah, but so anyway, that was that was Auburn. Uh, but I don't it, want to mention in that finishing up the Auburn game, we lose, we get destroyed. But our backup big men are really going to have to sh- shape yeah. up, and I don't know who it's going to be. It's it ha- it's got to be Josh Gray. It's got to be Josh Gray. 
It's what he came here to be. You shouldn't be pushed around at 6'10", 255. Would you agree? No. <laughs> no. Sumter, if I was 6'10", 255, would I be soft? I'm sure you would. I'd probably be soft. Fair <laughs> enough. All right. So, anyway, we get destroyed by Auburn. Go back on the road. Go on the road final, to Final 81-66, but it wasn't that close, even though the final had it at 15. Right, yeah. Um, but uh, we go on the road to Vandy. Which is a place of horrors. Which, which. Horrors. Which, that could have sounded really bad. So, so like, Bryce said we would go one and one this week. And he hit that right on the money. But he got both of the wins. And you the made win- the comment, I think it's going to be a switch. Yeah. So, and, Sumter, and, you were right. Th- thanks, buddy. Uh, but so, so anyway, um, we go on the road to Vandy. And um, obviously, it could have gone worse. Well, Scotty Pippen Jr., did not have a good start of the game. He didn't really get going till the second half. So that was a plus, which led to one of the announcers outside. You know, I mentioned the comment about when our backups come in, that's when games get out of hand. But I was like this recipes for winning sec games is shooting 60% from the floor and shutting down the other team's star player. That's how you win games. Yeah. And that's what they did. Yeah. And, it was unexpected. We shot 50, I think 55% around for the total of the game. Like we 54%, sh- yeah. The only thing that made the game closer was we had 22 turnovers, which is anything over 20 in turnovers. is You shouldn't have probably more than 15. It was a bad turnover day. Did we shoot better from the floor or from the free throw line? From the floor. Not down the stretch. Uh, well. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, uh, we, we shot better from the free throw line, but but not down the stretch. We tried to give this game away. Oh, we got up 11 in that second half, but, but let's get back to the first half. Really impressive kind of start of the game. We kind of stayed in. You know with Frank Martin teams, you've got to get a feel in the first 10 minutes. It was a lot of back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then, I mean, we kind of – Always either we're down two, down four, or up two, up four in that first half. And in past games in Nashville, we were kind of always behind six, eight, nine points. So it was a little bit different start of the game that we usually see in Nashville in that weird gym. Right. It is such a weird gym. And Frank really had to yell from the baseline to the other side. (laughs) And now occasionally you'd see him go down in half court to say something. But, like, Frank probably hates it even more because he has to – Scream even more louder. I'm surprised he doesn't walk out onto the court. Oh, there were times he was on the court. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Can't yeah. miss Frank anymore. Very, he really stands out now. That is true. Uh, and I think he's, he's stood out all the time. You, you know, just, and you definitely can hear him. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, it was a good start to the game. And then the second half, get up, get, get a big lead. But shout out to Reese. Yeah. Played Pippen well. Yeah. And he led the team in points. Yeah. It was kind of a balanced scoring kind of game, I'd kind of call it. I love how you went ahead and got his criticism of his three-point shooting out of the way so that you could, you know. Hey. So that you could agree with Frank Martin that he's a lockdown defender. Hey, he's a lockdown defender. <laughs> I have no complaints there. And then think about it. When you're guarding the other team's best player, yeah, you usually think the points would be lower, but he led the team in scoring. Had a good game. We tried Eric, to give we tried to give it away though. Of course, we got up eleven in that second half, and then I'm like, "Oh, this is great. This is kind of weird." Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Scottie Pippen Jr. said, "I want to play ball." And we started going, and we started going to the free throw line and making one for two. On a side note, Scottie Pippen dad, he was Scotty with an IE, right? 
I, I think so. Well, Scottie Pippen Jr. is with a Y. Is, I noticed that. It's the little things. People in the pod like probably who cares. But yeah, or this, they're going to correct you and tell you and tell you that. I mean, I don't know. That's interesting. There's an interesting, Bryce, interesting fact. Are, the are they both nicknames? Like, like, are their names actually Scott? I don't have that answer. I don't want to lie on the pod. Yeah. Um, but. Um, b- and Stevenson, only nine points. One yeah. of four, which if I if you would if I would have told you before the game that Stevenson would only have nine and we win, you'd be like this. I wouldn't believe it. Especially with our leading score being thirteen, like no one else really. Everybody, you know, Wright had four. Wilson kind of everyone scored. You know, Bryant had six. Gray had five. Kuznart, Kuznart came in with everyone nine. that played. Yeah, scored. Yeah, had a bucket. Look at that. Even your boy Brandon Martin. Yeah, who Brent. had eighteen minutes, and I'm gonna come out and say this. Can can I be real with you? Go ahead. He probably should be playing SEC ball. He he looks under he overmatched does, every time he goes out there because he's putting getting brought in at the four. Right. He does not look like an SEC player. Like for example, he got a rebound and he was two feet and he couldn't go back up because he was scared of the two guys a lot. But but then here's here's the next question though, and this is something that I think we need to get into. Okay. Do we have 15 guys on our team that look like SEC players? Ooh. Before we get into this, Carolina wins 72-70, but this getting into what you want to talk about, I don't, I mean, some might even say we have under four, five SEC, maybe, so, caliber so players overall. First thing, like, w- one thing that I've been kind of talking about, and uh, the Auburn game, it was driving me crazy at the start of the Auburn game. And I started timing it, and then Bryant got hurt, and, and so uh, and didn't come back into the game. But I was literally going to time the amount of minutes that Stevenson and Bryant played together on the floor. Um, it wasn't many. It was none in the Auburn game, but but it's there was a few minutes in the Vandy game down the stretch that they were on the court at the same mm-hmm. time, um, and that was because of foul trouble. But uh, but. And, and I've kind of been saying this all non-conference that I don't understand why Frank won't play Bryant and Stevenson at the same time, especially when he's going to play one of them with Brandon Martin. You, you know, like, like and but then at the same time, what has Keyshawn Bryant done this season to to show that he deserves to be anything more than Aaron our, Stevenson's backup? Ooh, our star players from last year, Cousinard and Bryant, they've kind of, I don't want to say no-shows because they've had COVID, they've had injuries, but they're not showing up like the three- and four-year players should. I mean, Bryant was suspended for five games. Right. Okay, did he have COVID? I don't know. He was just suspended. Okay, no, 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 but, but he I don't think he was out for COVID. He, he, then, he then hasn't missed a game since those five games, right? Sounds right. Yeah, and so, and he didn't get hurt until the Auburn game. Again, correct. Yeah. Um, so, what has he done in between those first five He's games? He's fouling, and don't get me wrong, you see the talent on a few of the buckets. He'll have those beautiful driving four-footers, and he can he can always drive, occasionally gets you know turnovers. But Vandy game, he fouled out. I just, for us in SEC games, we're going to have to have our best players playing clutch down the stretch to make the NCAA tournament. Yeah. And right now, you need more than Reese Stevenson and Levesque. You, oh, yeah. re- you really need Cousinard and Bryant to be the 10 to 16 point guys that they are. Yeah. And, and if not, we ain't going mi- to win many SEC games. 
going back to my last episode, what what did I pick? Ten and eight in conference. Yeah, we're gonna have to win our home games and win a few on the road to steal them. Yeah, no, I, no, no, I'm no. just you. You're I'm, absolutely right. I know. I'm just scared of the. You know, I did ten and eight with a few upsets in last week's pod, and I mean, if you're barely beating Vandy. And Vandy's, you know, decent on the um, RPI net, Ken Palm, you want to say. Yeah. Um, but we really need to be in that top. We need to be the sixth or seventh best team in the SEC to make the NCAA tournament. Right. Bryant came back against Ryder and he scored 17 points. That was, was, that that was, was a good game. But, his, but we were also playing Ryder. That's right. All right. So um, he he scored, he scored, let's see here, 11 against Georgetown and 10 against Allen. And since the Allen game... He scored five at Clemson, eight against Army, zero at Auburn, and he had six against Vanderbilt. And that's just got to be better. That's not that going to cut it. That's just not going to cut it. We're not going to make the NCAA. We're not going to make the UNIT if, if Keyshawn Bryant's doing that. It's just not going to cut it. It has to be better. Uh, Cousinard hasn't been playing great, but he's at least been battling an injury. I know, but he at least makes a few pretty solid buckets. He's trying the best. I think he's had an ankle issue. I mean, in that Auburn game, yep. in, in that first half, like he, he came in, Frank said that he was healthy. He did say that <laughs> at the start of the Auburn game. And Kuznar doesn't play for like the first eight minutes. And I'm just sitting there in the stands. Like he's not healthy or he would already be in the game. You, you if know, I would have told you the beginning of the year that Bryant, and Cousinard wouldn't be starting. We would have more than four losses, is what I would say. We would have we would have more than four losses. But, uh, but we but really so, need to get them rocking. If they're going to be coming off the bench, well, Frank likes them coming off the bench. They really need to be the players that we think they were going into the season. However, though, let's kind of get back into this uh, NCAA tournament talk again about what needs to happen, what we can do, where we stand. All right, and so like fortunately from this week. We lost the game, but it was to probably the best team in the conference. No complaints there. And then we went on the road. And went at a tough Vandy and, 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 game. And, went, and won at a tough place. Last week on the pod, I basically identified eight basketball games that this team absolutely should win or needs to win. Correct. And that if we can't win these eight basketball games, then we're going to be in trouble. And they are they're at UGA and UGA at home. Mizzou at Ole Miss. Mississippi State at home, Florida at home, and then we had Vandy at home and Vandy on the road, and we won one of those games. There you go. All right, check we, the box. And and so and so if if we if we keep win if we win those eight games that, that I just identified, I've got three games marked as definite losses. You know, at Tennessee, at Auburn, at Alabama, those are going to be really really tough. All right, that puts us at eight and three with these seven basketball games. Well, now six because Auburn's one of these six, but. Um, we had four games at home, Auburn, Tennessee, Kentucky, and LSU. We've lost that one to Auburn, so we got three tough home games left here. Tennessee, Kentucky, LSU, and then we're at Arkansas, A&M, and Mississippi State. So again, if we can win those eight that I, that I mentioned, how we get ten games is winning two games at Arkansas, at A&M, at Mississippi State, Tennessee at home, Kentucky at home, LSU at home. All right, so we have the next two games we have up is at Tennessee on Tuesday and then Florida at home. Would you agree that we need at least split one and one? We need to, we need to be Florida at home. Because I don't think we've won in Tennessee probably – I can't even remember. Maybe when we had Carlos Powell might be the last time we won at Tennessee. It's if been a we, while. If, if we win in Knoxville 
and then come home and lose to Florida, I'm going to lose my mind. That is a better result for our resume probably right. than, than losing at Knoxville and coming home and winning at home against Florida. But it's much, much worse because it's it's just I'm, I'm already prepared for it. Just w- w- well, you know anything can happen with yeah. the Frank Martin team. Yeah, but uh, but but so Tuesday night we're at we're at Tennessee. We're gonna lose. Like like it's okay. Like I obviously if we win, we'll be ecstatic. Oh, oh man, if if we if we go out there Tuesday night and win, um, like that that takes one of those definite losses. Oh and man, it gives it's, us it's, a little I'm more gonna leeway. To, I'm gonna have to redo my board. That's you, you right. Know, like like uh, we, we we can if we go if we go at Tennessee and win. This is what we can do. If we go into Knoxville and win, we can start talking about going twelve and six in conference. That's what we can do. But we, we will not talk about that right now. Right now, until we're looking we do at it. How about right that? now. We're looking at ten. Right now, we've got a schedule that sets us up to to potentially that us looking at this from what we've seen from this team. We think this team's best case scenario is ten and eight. You know, if they steal something and don't lose one, they shouldn't. Maybe maybe eleven and seven. We go on the road and win at Tennessee. I'll start talking about, I'll start talking about going twelve and six in conference and being an NCAA tournament team. And I'll start talking about this team being able to make the tournament, not just not just what they have to maybe do to kind of get into the tournament. And I will say this: Vandy won at Arkansas, who should be the third game after Tennessee and Florida. So I didn't think if Vandy can do it, we beat Vandy. Yeah, we, maybe we have a chance in that game we, as well. We actually, th- this is kind of nice, uh, the, the way that the schedule breaks. We do have to go to Knoxville on Tuesday, but then we're home against Florida at Arkansas, home against Georgia, Georgia against, Vandy at home. That, those are just wins you got to start piling yeah, up. Uh, home against Georgia, uh, home against Vandy, and then at A and M. You, you know, like after by, Knoxville. By the way, A and M second best record in the league. I think they're thirteen and two. I need oh, to man. see the results. Do, do I need to do, do I need to relook at Kim Pom and 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 uh but but they, we could we could be walking into that AM game 500 in the league and that would still be that, that would still put us in a good place. 500 maybe a game above if we can win games that we should. Or we haven't we, Hey, or we can just win the last 7 games in the season. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's let's just go undefeated, Bryce. <laughs> and just you know what? Let's just mail all these games in and win and and win the SEC tournament. So I did want to talk about a little bit about rotations. Yeah, sure. It's your favorite thing. Hang on, hang on, hang on. We haven't done this in a while. What's that? Is this going to be your modern exterminating what's bugging you? That's a great point. This yeah. is my modern exterminating what's, what's bugging, bugging me, me this week. Yes. And it might be bugging me all of Frank Martin's career at Carolina. Every time I talk to you, this is the first thing you talk about. It's something that I think I can do better than Frank Martin. That's a hot take. <laughs> or a cold one. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people that I talk to agree with me with this. You just don't hear it anywhere else. You're going to hear it first on this podcast. Frank does not know how to rotate his players or play the best players so, when they need to be playing. There's my hot take. Boom. You're not the first person to have this take, but yes, I think you're right. Go ahead. Hit, 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 us, with, hit us with some of the criticism. Well, I mean, even the ESPN U announcer... First of all, had this take when when South Carolina <laughs> brings their backups in. This is when things get out of hand. So so what would you play five guys? I would play a different five guys. Who would you start? And we're not talking about five guys. The burger place. Just to clarify. Okay, who is starting in my mind? 
who would you start at Tennessee on Tuesday night? You want to? Ooh, okay. I'll give it to you. Levesque at center. All right. No problems there, right? Sure. Keyshawn Bryant at the four. Okay, even though he can't score. Hey, give him a chance. Stevenson at the three. All right. Reese at the two. Cousinard at point. I know okay. Wright's doing okay. I just think those are or should be our five best players. Okay. So, 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 uh, Levesque, Bryant, Stevenson, Reese, and Cousinard. Okay. Who's, if, who's the first guy off the bench? Carter. Devin Carter? Devin Carter. Okay. Who's the second guy off the bench? Who's the first big off the bench? Josh Gray. Josh Gray, where's where's uh, where's AJ Wilson in this? Is he in the game? Is he coming in the game? You can put AJ Wilson at three, okay? Because and 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 AJ Wilson's been starting at the four, but he's I'm not, I'm going to say this. He's kind of injury prone. That's why I'm having him coming off the bench. How many guys are you playing? I want to play ten at the most. So okay. I just mentioned so who three. Who are the other two? Jacoby Wright and Chico Carter. So that leaves out... Not a lot of big men. Woodley, we haven't seen him in a while. He hadn't played much. Manat, hit or miss. So I'm, I'm taking Brandon Martin isn't making your rotation. He would Not an SEC play. If we were playing a non-conference game, sure. Or you can bring him in an emergency situation if there's foul trouble. So basically, you basically are saying what you would do is play, is do what Frank's doing except not playing Brandon Martin. Get, get those 18 minutes from somewhere else. Well, and if you look at the minutes played, I want the starters to be playing 30-plus minutes. Yeah. Would you disagree there? No, I don't disagree there at if all. If we were doing that, we would have a higher chance, I think, to make the tournament. I, I remember last year I was of the opinion that A.J. Wilson, that AJ Lawson should never come out of the basketball game. 100%. And the one game that Frank didn't coach when it was uh... – He played 38 minutes and we almost <laughs> upset LSU at LSU. <laughs> If you're a listener to this pod, if if Frank Martin continues to be the coach of the, it, it, we will probably stop complaining about this. If Frank Martin no longer coaches the men's basketball team, sure. But if Frank Martin, as long as Frank Martin continues to coach the men's basketball team, we will make a joke about AJ Lawson playing 38 minutes against LSU, the one game that Frank didn't coach because of COVID last year, and us almost upsetting them because he played great, right? <laughs> <laughs> and and it, we're not trying to be mean about Brandon Martin. I get it. He wanted to come play for his dad his last year. It's just he's not an SEC caliber player, and he shouldn't be playing 20 minutes a game. Yeah. On yeah. a NCAA tournament, hopefully, team. Yeah. And, and also, if we go into Knoxville on Tuesday and Brandon Martin goes off for 25 and we win – Bring the tweets at us. We will take them in stride. Because at the end of the day, we want to win every game. That's it's right. Just, we, just That's think, right. we just think there has to be some better rotations. And then sometimes he's bringing in four backups yeah. with one starter. And then teams go on runs and he gets mad. Yeah. But I can tell you why they're going on runs. Because you don't have – I don't mind putting in one or two backups. But you keep at least more starters than backups in. You just don't have it for, and sometimes even five backups. But who's a backup with Frank Martin? It could be any game. could be anyone starting. Starters or backups. Yeah. You don't know. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? And who, knows? who cares about Bryce's opinion? I'm just getting I'm getting a little fed up with the I rotations. Care. I, our listeners care about Bryce's so, opinion. Well, there's my hot take. I'm tired of Frank's rotation. All right. 
Well, anyway, so that's that's Modern Exterminating's We Know What Bugs You segment for this week. Bryce is getting bugged by rotations. Now, let's go to... Um, Something that doesn't bug us? Winning. Winning women? Yeah, the winning women. Beating um, two ranked teams this week. How many ranked How many ranked wins does this bring them up to? Eight. Oh, my God. And depending on the winner of A&M Florida, we play A&M on Thursday. We could be playing nine. Yeah, th- that game was going on when we started recording. But hang on, we're going to report a score for you here. That's right. Um, oh, Florida won in double overtime, so A&M won't be ranked. Yeah, because the poll's going to poll's come, gonna come out, out tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. So, but I want to say, go going into that LSU game, LSU plays us tough. They've always been a tough team on the road, and they have the new Baylor coach. Yeah, Kim Mulkey, yeah. I believe is her name, and and this just reminds me back to when I was in my anniversary trip in Knoxville. God. You know, we saw we talked about Auburn that Saturday. Well, that yeah. Sunday we played at LSU. And they were beating us for three and a half quarters and came back to win. And it was kind of like very similar to this game. We were kind of down yeah, majority of the game. And then right around the end of the third, start of the fourth, then we said, you know what? Let's start playing basketball. Yeah. And what do they? Ha- what? what is the go-to thing that the women need to do when they want to win games? What happens? Give the ball to Boston. Every single play. Yeah. But LSU, I'm impressed. They were more of a 500 team with the last coach. LSU was winning. I think they only had two losses Yeah, going in. One loss or their second loss. They looked really good against us. And their point guards just driving and doing that little underarm up, throw it up off the glass with one hand was just – and then their big girls. They had like three, six, four girls pushing us around. The SEC's good this year. Oh, oh, for sure. But, you know, you think our team, in your mind, you want our team, the ladies, to beat, just destroy people, right? Because after oh, yeah. you've beaten all those top oh, yeah. 10 teams, you're like this. Let's go hurt some people yeah, in the yeah. SEC. But it's hard in the SEC. Missouri. Yeah. Middle yeah. of the pack to below middle yeah. of the pack. They showed us what's up. So, and at least we stayed number one, by the way. That was nice after the Missouri loss. But who who would have passed us? We beat all the people at second, third, fourth, and fifth. Right, and uh, I will say this about about since that Missouri loss, Boston has just been just just taking taking care of business. Nine straight double doubles. She ties she's, the South Carolina record, by the way, from the seventies and eighties. There was one girl in the seventies and one in the eighties. She has just been like destroying people uh, in this. Uh, what, what, what did she have in the LSU game? Hang on. I've got it right here. She had 19 and 18. 19 and 18 what a in the LSU game. Um, at Mississippi State the day before, the 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 early, you know, the last week. Right. She had, uh, she had 16 and 11. And then today at Kentucky, she had another great game. Uh, she was 15, 18 and 15. 18 points, 15 boards. She's just dominating. And uh, I think she's making a case for player of the year. Not just conference player of the year, but player of the year. But, like, national player of the year. I mean, I, I, no one else deserves it more. I mean, we've played we've played a third of the top 25. That's right. Have you seen someone in the top 25 uh, that we play that is better than Boston? Not right now. 
Maybe. Now the Paige Brookers, yeah, yeah if, but she got injured. She, she's not going to win it. Like she might come back, and they and Connecticut might make a tournament run. Oh, don't I would, want them I, in our bracket. I would not want to see number number four UConn with with Paige Beckers like like healthy again. But uh, Lexi Hall, you, you know, for Stanford, is, right? I, I don't know how she's been doing. Since Stanford's then. pretty dang good in Maryland. They yeah, they yeah. have some girls, but. Boston right now is running away with it. I think that's what pretty much Twitter says as well. Yeah. Every every national person on Twitter yeah. has that to say about Boston. But we beat Mississippi State. We win at LSU. Six-point win. Just hard-fought win with Boston scoring pretty much every bucket down the stretch. And then it led to Kentucky today, who we played the back-to-back SEC Player of the Year in Ryan Howard. Yeah. Wasn't that same name as a baseball player for the Phillies? He played, he played first base for the Phillies. So we're not talking about a Phillies baseball player. Ryan Howard, lady from Kentucky, who's been dominant the last couple of years. And we held her to two points in the first half. That's impressive. Yeah. And they kind of go with where she goes. If she's killing it, they do well. First quarter, as the women do, it's always a tight game yeah. in that first quarter, right? It's always either can, can we either not tied just open up the game and can, just can we, beat the crap out of people. Just no. even if we don't beat the crap out of people, if if like at at A and M or or on Thursday against A and M, wouldn't it just be wonderful if we just opened up the first quarter and got up like by 22, 20, 20, yeah. to, 22 to eight? And then we just cruised and won the game by 14. But then you, you would know? be a South Carolina Gamecock fan without a little stress. Oh my God. It's this it, it is it is amazing to me how much anxiety this women's team has given me to have only lost one game of the season and beaten eight top twenty five opponents. Like, <laughs> but, like but back to this Kentucky yeah. game. We hold we hold um Howard to Two points in the first half. She finishes with nine. We took care of business with her. But I want to say this. Kentucky had a player named Treasure Hunt. So what her, a name. her last name was Hunt. What when a she name. was born, her, her parents said, you know what? Let's call her Treasure. Treasure Hunt. That is a that is a winning name. That is fantastic. You think she dressed up as one of the Goonies? <laughs> Wouldn't that be perfect? I'm trying That'd to think good. what... What other movies can I think of for treasure hunts? National Treasure? Uh, Dodgeball. <laughs> Dodgeball. <laughs> Underrated movie. <laughs> dip, dodge, dip, dodge, dodge, dodge. Oh, man. No, but just I, when I saw that like treasure hunt scores, I looked at the roster and went, what the heck? That's awesome. That's awesome. I haven't heard a name lately that passes that. That's number that, one. That, that's, that, is, that is really, really good. So, you know, Kentucky was ranked number 21, so barely top 25, but we beat them by 20. Boston takes over again. Cook played well. Henderson played well. And Saxton, almost with a double-double, 12-9, and nine, she's just she's steady. Good. She's steady. She's good. I, she's good. You don't have complaints about Saxton. I have she's no complaints. She's just a rebounder. She rebounds? No, she, she she's won, a great compliment to Boston. She, she won us the Stanford game. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I guess with... um. We had a few girls with COVID out. I mean, Destiny Henderson won us the Stanford oh, game, but Henderson is. But but Saxton won us the Stanford game, and yeah. If Cook, Boston, Henderson play well, and then you have Saxton, maybe the fourth. I mean, if we have those kind of games where they're dominant, we're going to win those games. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the and women's a- schedule. Amahair was out with COVID. Hopefully, she's back for yeah. the A and M game. Women's schedule coming up. A and M's not going to be ranked, and so they actually get some breathing room here. Um, little bit 
Uh, we're home against A&M on Thursday and then at Arkansas on Sunday. And by the way, the Arkansas lost their star player that would score 40 on us. She finally graduated. Right, right. Then we're home against... Uh, then we're home against Vanderbilt. And then home against Connecticut. Home against Connecticut. Hopefully, I think they probably have, if they've healed up, will be another tough. I mean, they'll be well, tough they've, regardless. They've, they've held there at 11. And so um, we'll have to, uh, next Sunday on the pod, we'll we'll have an update on how uh, on how Beckers is looking. Yeah, we need to see because she was already shooting and getting ready to come back. So I might guess, you know, to have that great game, I bet you she'll play somehow. Oh yeah, but hey, the women taking care of business. Any complaints? Anything? Anything bugging you about the women? Not about the women. Not about the women at all. They had that one tough loss, but they're fifteen and one. Have have beaten eight ranked teams, and there's no one even close to where we've beaten. No other team that's won that many, beaten that many ranked teams. Like this has to. And it, I guess when you look at the schedule, we're probably playing another four or five. You're looking, we could have 13, 14 top 25 wins. So, so A&M's not going to be ranked when we play them. Right. Uh, we're playing, UConn will be ranked when we play them. Let me jump over to February. We've got Kentucky. Kentucky will, might be still ranked when K- we play K- them in a Kentucky few weeks. Kentucky will probably be ranked Georgia, so that's three. Tennessee is four. A&M again. Could be ranked. They could yep. be four. So, yeah. Could be I, th- I think, around 13 before SEC tournament. And then you're probably playing another one or two ranked in SEC. We could be at 15 going into the NCAA. Can you say number one in the net? I don't. I don't understand how this team. This team should be like there should be no number two in the net with the, with what this team is running through. Like, like it's just they're fifteen. They're we've played sixteen games. Correct. Fifty fifty percent of them have been against a ranked team. No big deal. No big deal. Nothing scares Dawn. Fifteen and one. Eight no against eight no against the top. I just 25. hope they keep rolling. Yeah. I don't want to talk about any more losses. That Missouri game hurt my feelings. So hopefully it did. That yeah. don't happen again. Yeah. All right, Sumter. Good show. Good show, Bryce. Where can everyone hit us up in the social media world? We'll do send us some questions. Send us some comments. We will do we will We're on Twitter. We're on Twitter, GBO underscore pod. And, and we got uh, a Gmail. Gamecock basketball only at gmail.com. Hit All us one up. word. Hit us up. And uh, we might throw a question or two out there in next uh, next week's pod. And if you want to complain like Bryce does, yeah, we will send air us some your, complaints. We'll air your dirty laundry. We, we will air your complaint. What if we, we will probably agree with it? <laughs> we do like to agree with. We, I mean, we might be going on a rant anytime. Yeah. You never know. Oh yeah. So Frank, right now, Frank, yeah, safe I, at the moment. Right now, he is. He's he's fine. Like. Just doing what he he hasn't four. since the coastal game he hasn't lost the game that he's not supposed to. Okay, so just keep winning. We need expect a one and one this week. Needs to go need to go one if if we go one and one in this week we'll be fine. And if we go two and zero, oh, oh man, we'll be it's a party. We might be might have zero rants next week. If we go, I, I will not rant or complain about Frank at all next week. If we are two, if we go to if we are three and one. In SEC play, when we come up on the pod, I will have nothing negative to say about Frank. I don't care how much he plays whoever and and how he wins the games. I will hold you to that. Sounds good. All right, guys. We're out. Go Cox.